Now, does being married equates to having a fruitful ministry and a clear calling? And does being single equates to not knowing what to do and not having a purpose in life? Does that mean if you're not married, then you can do anything? While we have the Single and Sewing podcast to explore that together, join me. I'm your host, Wanselia Tia, as we explore the richness of being single. As Apostle Paul plays it in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, stating that being single is a choice and it is also a gift. Let's do this together and live a purposefully life in Christ Jesus and in the kingdom of God and exploring that richness of the singleness, whether you're in your waiting season or you're not, and you're just navigating this journey of singleness and singlehood, join this podcast, listen to this podcast, because we're going to unlock these things together and answer these questions together and have a fruitful and blessed singleness in the kingdom of God. I'm your host, once again. Welcome back to the Single and Sewing Podcast. I'm excited that, you know, the first episode dropped on Tuesday. I'm so excited for you all support. Um, and I know it's a journey. The goal is to be dropping episode every Tuesdays and Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern t- time. But I do know people have different time zones, but it, it will be available. But it dropped at 7, 7 a.m. Eastern time. And... Um, Indiana. Okay. Let me put it that way. But yes, US time, Eastern time. So I'm just uh, excited about what God is going to do through me on uh, on this podcast and the community that we're going to build together. Yes, I'm excited. And I hope you all week has been good so far, even with the, the first episode. I hope you're getting a glimpse of like what, what we're going to be talking about on this podcast and the things that are going to be moving here. Now, before I even get into the total episode, I that I, I said, yeah, welcome. I just want us to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to say thank you for today. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for those who are on my voice, those who are listening. I ask, oh God, that you open their ears, oh God, that they will receive what you want them to receive, oh Lord Jesus. I also ask, oh God, that you, you know, guide them through their journey, you know, Lord, because I know you are able, because I know there is no one like you and there's none can be compelled to you. You are the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega. I worship and adore you. We come to your throne of grace at this hour. I say, just have your way, oh God, with a single and podcast, oh Lord, with the listeners, oh Lord Jesus. Let your will be done, that your name may be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes, um, so we'd be doing a lot of that praying before before the podcast, you know, beginning of the podcast and then even the end of the podcast as well. So I you know what? It's been a week and a couple of things God has been placing on my heart that I want to talk about. Just talking about um, you know, I was just thinking, I had a couple of talk, things that I want to talk about. And the Lord was like, maybe you should talk about your journey. Um of like, what does it mean for you? What what does it mean when you say single and story? And how has that journey been for you? And I was like, yeah, I can't be telling people single and story. 
when I came and I'm not willing to share my experience and my journey with them, I said, Lord, you're right. God, you're on, you're always on time with this. So I just would, you know, just share what prompted this. Uh, this, I mean, we'll have a lot of time for you all to get to know me and my backstory and all of that. But when I think about single and soaring, I think about just being still, being still in the sense of like knowing that God is going to be God no matter what. Um, single and soaring meaning saying yes to God's calling and things that he has placed on my heart to do for his kingdom and his glory. So when I think about single and soaring, those are a couple of things that comes to my mind and and even with this podcast, it's so funny because I actually went through the name of this podcast, the name, because I actually started a connect group at my church um, called Single and Soaring, right? Connect group um, before. And I remember I said, it's going to be a podcast. I said, this is not even, it, it's, it started here because one of the gifts that I have is a gift of, gifts of apostleship. I'm not saying I'm an apostle, please. I'm not. Because I can give you context of <laughs> I'm not an apostle. Uh, I know that's a lot of debate for people. Um, but for me, I believe in context as we're reading the scripture. But hey, also too, I'm a Bible nerd, okay? So I'm into apologetics. So just in case you have some questions too, I welcome those things as well. Um, but it's English swim, but the, the good thing is, is Christ-centered. So we can we can get into apologetics sometimes. I love it. I love having discussions like that. But now let's get back to what I was saying. So um, I remember just uh, moving into moving to Indiana and just I, you know, I'm moving to Indiana in a very I was in a healing state because I had a I broke I've broken up a relationship of five years, basically six years. We've been knowing each other for six years, right? So um, this person was my best friend and all of that, but I literally had to break away from it. So start having, trying to just get a new start of everything. So I moved, you know, my brother, my sister-in-law, Indiana, just to focus. And also to just looking for the, the job market too, just trying to see what's out here. I don't know, some people like, ah, maybe that might not have been a great move on your part, coming to the Midwest and thinking about job opportunity, leaving Atlanta, Georgia, where opportunities are but my youtube okay covid happened okay i graduated in 2020 covid happened legit i didn't get the experience of graduation <laughs> so i would say that um so the job market was very tight i did a lot of contract work and that's when i started the t-shirt the, the boutique and then you know started doing different things too because for me one thing i know i'm industrial like I, one thing i know I'm entrepreneur. Like I have an entrepreneur spirit. Like I'm able to make things. God has given me gifts that I'm able to utilize. When it comes to like business minded, I actually I know God has blessed me with someone who can actually start something. I my brain works, my pen and paper works as well. You sit with me, you're talking with me, are you telling me something? I'm already thinking about business possibility. Oh, that could work. That could work. It's all over the place. Um, so moving, you know, started going to church. And even before I went to the church, I'm going to tell you, this is, I mean, hey, some people call it spiritual. I I take that title. I'm fine with it. I Even before I even moved to Indiana, previous, because I came in 2020 to see my, my brother and my sister-in-law at the time. I remember seeing the church. I said, this church, I'm going to want to check it out. 
So when I moved, and I said, when I moved here, maybe this is church I want to go to. So then when I moved here, I started going to the church. And I know my brother and my sister don't want me to go to a Liberian church, which I don't have a problem with as well. But I was, I was praying, but I called the church, let me tell you, I said, I want to know what the belief, what denomination they fall under, like what are the beliefs? Because there are a lot of churches practicing new age and new age uh, teachings are creeping into the body of Christ. A lot of Christians into astrology and sage and all of these things. That's another thing we can talk about in single and soaring. But back to it. So I was like, I want to know. And I call, actually called them and I asked like, so Da, da, da. What are your beliefs? What are your, your statement of belief? What do you, you know, different things. I just went down the list and they give me it. And then I said, I'm going to come and visit. So I started visiting. You know, I was constantly visiting. I was like, come and check it out. You know, for me, when something is not <laughs> in alignment, my spirit man becomes very disoriented, like kind of like the clouds. It becomes, it gets very funky. Let me put it that way. Um, so, I mean, it was good going to the church. And one of the first thing I, the Lord, God puts, God put on my heart was singles, the word singles. I was like, huh, what does that mean? I was in a connect group that was enjoying like making friends and connecting with other people. Right. And he was like, singles, singles. I was like, yeah, I remember telling somebody, I said, well, you know, single, maybe you should do it. I was trying to get other people to do it. I was like, yeah, maybe you should do this thing. And um, and it's a single, single. I'm like, what's this thing, Lord? I'm, let me tell you, this is my thing. I'm saying, I'm trying to get married. I'm not trying to talk about singleness. I'm trying to be married. I'm trying to be a wife. Not, you can't be pushing me in this direction. Um, <laughs> so I just I just left it in my mind. I said, like, okay, cool. I just kept it. I said, Lord, what, when, when you're ready, it's going to happen. Um, because... When you're ready, it's going to happen. You're going to give them the right tools to, you know, do what you want me to do in this, in, in when the time is right. So I just brushed it off, you know, kept on going, um, doing my, doing my thing. Um, at the time I also wasn't dating. I decided to like, just stay away from like dating. This is my thing. I, if I'm with somebody, I'm with somebody. I don't do this here, there, and there. That's why my, the, the, the longest relationship, I, like that relationship was like close to six years, legit. But that's something we can unpack also, too. But this is not really about the relationship um, part. So, you know, I was just like healing. I was going to therapy. I was healing. I was finding, seeing some things like, wow, once Leah, it's not just about the person. It's about you. It's six years. These are things, you know. I was like, wow, I was learning also as a single person. Um, and then even with that, too. The Lord just started putting this single thing in my head, you know, single, single. I'm like, you're on your own. I'm trying to make money. I'm trying to go law school. <laughs> law school is not, is not the end yet. Okay. I actually reached out to the law school in Indiana, McKinney. Um, I actually set an appointment. I spoke to them. I was getting my LSAT. I'm, I'm just telling you, like, when I say I want to do something, I'll do it. But <laughs> it is so funny. Every time I go to complete the app, like complete the thing, like submit everything in, guess what happened? There's this like, like weirdness about it. I don't get happy. The excitement that I had before just, just went away. But then I tried to do seminary and I got so excited about seminary. My spirit just went up. 
I was just excited about seeing it. I was like, what do you mean? Because, and even when that was happening, I said, no, you can't tell me this. This is not about to be a prophecy that's about to happen. That someone told me like long time ago when I was not even like seven or eight years old, I, this is not something that's going to happen. Okay. I was like, you must be kidding me. So fast forward, just in church, you know, going to church. I love Jesus. Spending time with God. That's my important. It's very important to me. Um, being the body of Christ. That's also important to me. Um, Hearing the word of God is very important to me, for my soul. Um, but one of the things, then God kept on saying singles. And I remember I got a prophecy by somebody. And she said something. I said, okay. It said, test the spirit, okay? I, I'm not against prophecy. Because also, sometimes God used me to prophesy to someone, to speak to someone, and share a word of knowledge to some, with someone. Um, and a prophecy as well, because there's a difference be- between word of knowledge. I just want to put that, but we can dive into that. Um, so I, I was, I got it. I was like, huh, okay. You know, I'm just chilling. Okay. Um, and then fast forward to, I got another prophecy <laughs> on my birthday, but before that birthday happened, let me say this too. So that, it, that, so it's clear before that birthday happened. I was, uh, I had a setup, you know, African family, they like to introduce people. So one of my aunties from my dad's side, my, my dad's niece, okay, she introduced me to uh, this guy, very great guy, Bible believer, this dude know his word, he's stuck in his word. I'm talking about he knows his word. Like, our, let me tell you this is how interesting it is. Our first interaction was on the Bible. We literally went back and forth on the Bible. And I love stuff like that. But can I say, not all the time. Not not all the time. Okay? Not morning to night. In between, we should have dinner or lunch or something, right? Um, but it was cool. You know, getting to know somebody, because you know, I've all, you know, it's like a guy who knows his word. That's very important to me. You know, I love it. So he was, he was it. He was there. I was like, oh, cool. Let's just start talking. Like, we both know, like, we're believers, so we're not about to play around. We're trying to make sure things are good. Like, we're on the same page when it comes to our beliefs. Um, but then as we started studying the word, we started realizing that we have differences in setting, you know, differences. Um, I, in the, For me, I feel like he was more legalistic with setting things. And it was just like, nah, this is not. Because if we become so legalistic, we don't create, give room for the Holy Spirit to move. Um, so but it was great. But then, you know, we both decided to like, you know, maybe we should go out separate ways. And mind you, a lot of people said, you guys look great together. You guys would make a great couple. You guys are awesome. I actually hosted this person. A person came to see me and everything. Like, a lot of people were like, this person is great. I'm like... I said, I'm not going to go when God hasn't said go. I still don't have that confirmation in my spirit that this is it. So I just like, um, we both talked, literally, we both were feeling the same way. And I was like, God, please give me the utterance to say what I want to say. And he was also praying the same thing too. And we're talking. He said it. He was talking. I said, yeah, I also feel the same way too. And it was in a respectful way. I was at some point, I was like, yeah, that's how I genuinely feel. 
as well because we both had something disagreement about um maybe teaching something about teaching but i don't want to get into the wheels the, the details of all of that there's more to it um so yeah so imagine after that then fast forward i get a prophecy on my birthday I remember going to church and I was also serving. I was praying for people like, you know, prayer partners. So I went up down to pray for people. And then this dude walked up to me. He had a coat of many colors, literally what Joseph had, coat of many colors. And he had it. And when he walked up to me, there was a, you had a lot of prayer partners. And I was praying with somebody, this dude waited to talk to me. So he walked up to me. He was smiling. He's like, hi, his name was Brendan. Yeah. I remember his name. He walked up to me. He said, hi. He said, the Lord let me to, wanted, wanted me to come to you specifically for you to pray for me. I said, okay. And then he said, and you know, pray for me. He said, I just want you to pray that um, the Lord will get the, the Lord will open the ears and the heart of the lady that he has given me a word for, for her to be able to receive it. You know, I said, sure. And I prayed. Mind you, let me say this. After I got through praying, like I was there, kaboshing, okay? Like, Lord, let your will, that this, you know, I was kaboshing. And kaboshing, I'm like praying the spirit. But that's how I was praying in English, because, you know, I'm not about to be praying in tongues for this person. No. So after that, then he said, then he held my hands. He said, You're actually the lady. That the Lord wants me to tell you this. I was like, when I was thinking of that, I was like, wait a minute. See me, I've been praying for myself the whole time. Um, I was like, huh. I just got that resting face. I said, whoa, whoa. You know, I'm like, really? He, he gave me the word that God had placed or put on his heart for me. And he shared it. He's, you know, he told me, he said, yes, I see, I, you know, you're serving women. A lot of women, I see a lot of young girls and women around you, um, not just locally. You're doing it locally, but you're also doing it internationally as well. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at him because I've also gotten a word prior to this word like that. So I'm just like, and then I've also have, have, I had a dream before my birthday too. So literally this was like a confirmation of what God was revealing to me in, his, in my dream. So he said it, and I also work with young girls as well. So he said it, and I'm just like, wow, God, you're just amazing. This is, this is awesome. I, you know, wow, God, you're just amazing. But then I'm thinking, I'm like, that's that's a lot. I said, that's a lot, okay? Young women, you're leading young women. You're, you're leading young women for the kingdom. And I'm just like, okay, cool. He said it, and then he walked away. And after I left, I started asking, have you guys seen this guy with this color coat, like the coat of many colors? Nobody saw that guy. Nobody. The people that I asked, I said, you didn't see him pass here? I said, he told me he was going to do growth track because growth track is also like a way of, you know, my church introduction, like about the church and learn about the church. And then that's a step. And, you know. So if you finding your spiritual gifts and your gifts and all of those things too, and how you can serve in the church or just be a part of the church. So yeah. And nobody seen him. I was like, Lord, don't play with me. And then literally it's so funny because he said, you see the coat I have on coat of many colors. Literally he had a coat of many colors. I'm not going to lie. 
So the fact that nobody saw him was just like, okay, God, you're playing mind games with me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah, fast forward and literally, and then that whole desire for single women, single, single, was just on my heart. And then, you know, I I didn't take steps. I was still serving girls at my job because I serve young girls. I inspired them to do strong, smart, and bored in, in different ways. So I was still serving through that way and still being bored by my fate also to in the workplace. But I still kept that in the back of my mind. And I knew I had heart, I had the desire place. And it's so funny that the desire place in my heart became really strong for women, young women, young single women, single women, but like young women, like just, it just became so strong. And I, and, and also too, I started realizing that when I talk to young women, it's a shift. A lot of them will come back to me. You spoke to me and that helped me. I was blessed. You know, that was even before I got a prophecy. So this is something, the seed was already there. But one thing I've learned that sometimes you can have a gift, you can have a gift, but when God is not ready to release you yet, you don't, you're not just going to, don't try to go by yourself because you'll be functioning out of your own flesh instead of God using you or walking, you know? So I've learned that. I I know there are gifts inside of me, but I, I always say, I'm not going to go when God hasn't spoken to me yet. I think about Exodus 32, if I'm not mistaken, when Moses was actually having a conversation with God, like, I'm not going to go if you don't go with me. Legit, if I am not going anywhere, I'm not doing anything if you're not going to go with me. Because I've I've gone by myself before and I know how it is. It's not, I don't want to do it by my might, nor by my power. I want it by your spirit, Lord. You know, so, yeah. And then later, you know, the, there was a time, you know, connect group, who went to Leah connect group. And I said, oh my gosh, you're going Okay. And now, and mind you, during this time, so I was also going through a lot health-wise. I've discovered a lot and health-wise, my health was just not in the best space. Um, also too, so that way, and then family issues, it's just a lot of things moving around me. But I went ahead and, I, I, I went ahead and start said, hey, I would do the single swearing and soaring group. It wasn't, I was literally navigating through names, single and this, single and that. But then I was sharing with one of my friends at the time. I said, what do you think about that? I said this. I said, yeah, these two. So I just like single and soaring. And I started the group. And young people in the church started coming in. They said, we're so blessed that you started this group. Um, you're so I was so blessed that you started this group with, you know, this is great. And People, I also started being blessed by it because we started reading the word and people started sharing what that looks like for them. How, you know, they feel sometimes the church neglects the singles who are actually serving and volunteering in the church. And most of the things, when they think about ministry, they just think that they have to be married before they do ministry or before they say yes to what God has called them to. Because if they don't, they just feel like, it's not going to be fruitful. So there were different things that came out through our conversations together. And I was just like, Lord, wow, you needed this. But one thing the Lord, <laughs> God, the Holy Spirit put on my heart was, you started this. You're not literally, you started this, someone else is going to take over. That was literally it. Um, so started it, went good. And I left it. Had two people who started, you know, took over and also too because I wasn't going to be available 
I had to prepare for operation and for surgery and stuff like that too. So they did great. And then when I was able to like kind of, I tried to go to some of the sessions as well. And yeah, I started, God is going to do his thing. It needed to be done. And I just said yes to it and it happened. But then I knew too, this needed to have, I needed to also bring it in the public space as well. Cause there's a lot of believers out there who are dealing with the same thing, who are going through that season thinking that if I'm not married, I can do ministry or, and ministry, and, and ministry doesn't mean you have to be on the pulpit being the pastor. That's the thing people misconstrue. Like people have this idea of ministry as like, the ministry is actually at your job. Ministry is actually in your friendship. Ministry, like ministry, there's a lot of places God has, there's a lot of things we can do where God has placed, uh, God has placed you somewhere, you know, and you can do ministry there as well. So it's, it, it's not about, you know, being on the, the, being the pastor favorite person and, you know, having a spotlight. It's beyond that. Because if you have to put it in perspective and you're serving God, not for the, the praises of man, but his glory, it will put a lot of things in perspective for you. It will it will shift some of your thinking and some of the, the mindset we have when we think about ministry and we think about how we honor people. Because sometimes I feel like people worship people instead of like reverencing people, but putting that line that they're not God, they're Men who God are you who God is using for His glory. Sometimes we put them on the pedestal. Um, so even our discussion, I say, you know, it's about it's, you know, it's about God because sometimes the church does a very interesting job of not appreciating singles and the languages that the church, the body of Christ, uses seem as though if you're not married, it's because of something you did in your past. You know, it's a punishment because of something you've done. And that is not true. That's not what the scripture said. I would say 1 Corinthians chapter 7 lays it out very plainly for us that it is a gift. And even emphasize that if you, if you, if you are single, remain single, because if you are single, if you are in your singleness, you're able to devote most of your time to God. You don't have to worry about your kids, your husband and stuff. And that's not taking away from people who are married. I just also want to make that clear. There are a lot of people who are married and it's beautiful. I do I do believe in marriage. Oh my God, I desire marriage. This is not a podcast that's going to bash marriages because I do desire marriage, but I'm not waiting around to be married to say yes to God. That's what I'm not going to do because that's not what God said in his word to wait around first before I do what God wants me to do. That That's just not what it is. It is not what it is. And a lot of a lot of us want to be Proverbs 31, you know, woman. But do we actually read the verse? Do we actually read the scripture? Who was the Proverbs 31 woman? What was the description? Did she sit around? Did she wait first for that husband to appear? How about work on yourself? How about work on things God has placed on your heart? How about discovering things? How about embrace this, your singleness? Embrace it. Learn about yourself. That's an opportunity for you to actually get closer to God. For me, what has helped me in my single and soaring journey is the fact that I've been able to get closer to God. I've been able to say a lot of no's to some relationships 
uh, and said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, as for me and once a leader, I'm going to serve God. You know, this is it. And then when that happening happens, that I'm not closing the door to a relationship or marriage. That's not a thing, you know. Um, I'm actually in the courtship right now, but that's not stopping me. The person met me <laughs> serving God, and that's not going to change. <laughs> it's not going to change. I'm still going to say yes to what God has called me to say yes to. And that's what matters to me. It's Christ and Christ alone. I'm not, this is not a negotiation. I'm not about to negotiate like God, what God wants to do through me because of, you know, something that might not even mean nothing in heaven. Because we're all going to account for ourselves. But yeah, just want to make that clear. Not bashing marriage because I do desire marriage. And also too, let's be honest. There are some people who don't desire marriage. And that's fine. Sometimes when someone say that, a lot of people who are in their season of waiting feel offended. You shouldn't take that as an offense. That's just not, if you read the scripture, you would know that some people are, that's not what they're called to. That's what we have nuns. And we have nuns and we have people who have dedicated their life to Christ and missionaries and stuff who don't, which is just about gasking and planting churches and evangelizing. So we should understand some people, that's all they want to do. They just want to serve God. And I think the church needs to shed a light on that. But it's good. We have this single and sewing podcast where we can also bring light to that, that people are here serving God. And then we'll also bring the light to people who are actually praying and trusting God for a husband. But my the, my goal, the goal of this podcast is to let you know that just don't be waiting for a husband and, and, so, and stop, you know, waiting for a husband while you, you literally and, and suppressing some of the things God has called you into. Some of the things that he wants you to do, because you're saying, hey, if I let me, if I get a husband first, then, you know, we're going to do this. And we have a lot of couples, you know, married people who are doing ministry together. And it's beautiful. There's some people that I really admire that are doing ministry together. But if your goal is just that you have to understand before they got married, the pastor was already pastoring before he found, before the wife came along. Or the wife who is a, a minister also too was doing, she said yes to God's calling before they even crossed path. So you have to understand that, that you have to say yes to God and also have to enjoy your singleness and soar in it, soaring, soar in your singleness. Don't just wait around. Don't just wait around for that husband to show up. Don't just wait around, you know, for that ring to pop up. Do what God has called you to do. Fly or, you know, like, if you think about what sowing is, you know, you think about ego soaring like a wing. We sing, we sing this song all the time, but do we really believe it when it comes to our singleness? Can we soar in our singleness? I am soaring my singleness. I am. I am. I have. It's been a journey, though. It, it has been a journey, but I've embraced singleness and I, I go to therapy. I'm learning about some of the things that I said, whoa, wow, it's this, I can pray about it, but I also have to do the work. Oh my goodness. There are a lot of believers who all they do is pray, but you don't see the changes internally. It's just like pray, pray, pray. And then they're not changing things. They're not trying to work on things. 
Um, I can speak for myself because I was there too. I said, I'll pray about it. I'll pray about it. I said, no, actually, maybe this behavior, I need to, I need to work on it and adjust my attitude to what so, so, so maybe I need to adjust my thought process or maybe, you know, and therapy helps while I'm also praying. And I bless God for blessing me with a Christian therapist who, but with my therapy session, we go through the lens, the view things through the lens of the Bible. And we both align in our beliefs. And that's something I was trusting God for because it took me three days to reach out to this lady. And I, God told me this is literally that this is going to be a therapist. So I'm just saying um, that we need to start changing our view when it, think, when it comes to our singleness. Because God can do mighty things through you, whether you're single or you're married. Don't let anyone else to tell you otherwise. Let the word of God speak to you. The, the word is a living word of God. It's living, so it speaks. As you read it, it jumps out to you. He revealed things to you in various seasons of your life. This is the opportunity. Some people are like, oh, I don't, you know, I, you know, the Bible is, you know, I, I just don't read my Bible. You know, it's, it's just too much. It's, but we read a lot of novel. Oh, we read everything on relationship. That's not wrong, too. Everything on relationship. You, you want the husband. You want this. Like you, you're praying to a God that you don't really know because you don't know his words. Take your Bible. Read what God is saying. That's an opportunity to find, cultivate relationships, friendships. Like there's a lot of things you can do in your singleness. Don't just sit there and just wait for that marriage to happen first before you say yes to God. There are a lot of souls depending on you, like that God wants to use you to win souls for his kingdom. For his kingdom and his glory. Please Please, 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 I'm begging of you to say yes to God and soar in your singleness and be devoted to his to his work. And trust me, he will handle a lot of those things. A lot of people say the scripture, he will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. He will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. But have we read the, the back part? Have, have we really thought about it? Or we just, or we just go, you know, we just read it because, you know what I mean? Um, because, you know, it's just what it is. He will supply all my needs at once his riches and glory. And it's just like, huh? Well, have we read all of that? Before that, the verse before that. Okay, I'm just saying, maybe we should start also reading things in context. Okay, maybe if we seek God first, seek give first the kingdom of God. Seek give first the kingdom of God. It's seeking God's kingdom first. When James 4, it talks about draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. In your singleness, literally draw near to God. His hands are open. His arms are open. Draw near to him. He will draw near to you. Invite God into your, into your life during your single, net, your single season. Draw, get to know God. You know, sometimes just try to shift the, the, the husband picture. Bring it down. Let that husband not be your idol because you're making, let's not make uh, being married an idol. 
God knows you desire marriage. He already knows that. But if you're saying no to what God has called you to because you want to get married, so marriage is more important than his work? Ah, uh, well, I, yeah, I don't want to go on that, but I'm excited um, for this. I hope somebody will be blessed for this um, because I've been there. I've been that person like, uh, husband, I need a husband. Like, I know, oh my God, that's my this. You know, I need a husband and stuff like that. But it had to shift for me where it's like, no, I want to serve God. I want to, I want to serve God. I, I, yes, I, husband, yes. I want to serve God because I know God will take care of me if I say yes to what he's already called me to. I'm going to say yes to him first. Folks, seek him first. Get to know who he is before anything. Before, you know, then we can talk about the husband, but let me know him first. Like, like I'm not, like, how is that going to work? Somebody, you know, and that's what some, we're going to get into the other part too. But you don't know God. How are you going to, like, this, how are you going to even know how to be a wife? Okay, I rest my case. I didn't come to fight anybody who desired, who wants to get married because I here too want to get married. But it's about kingdom, kingdom business. I'm saying I'm doing God's work now, even before the husband show up or the husband being married happen. So that person knows that I'm a child of God and I'm about my father's business. So they understand. Yes, but I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I hope it blesses someone. Um, I look forward to getting your questions. I look forward to, you know, just learning from each and every one of you and seeing like what God is speaking to you in this season. If you are that person, if you feel, you know, if you're that person that God, if you're that person that God is speaking to, that God, you know God has placed on your heart, to do something for his glory and for his people, for his kingdom, and you're putting it, pushing it aside because you want to get married first, please rethink it. Please know that God has great plans for you. And like he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. It's his kingdom. His kingdom come first, then the marriage, then everything else. Everything else will be added unto you. What does it say? Everything else all else will be added onto you because we have different translation, but legit. All else, but first is his kingdom, his glory. And that's what matters. See God's kingdom first. Trust me. And in as, as you're single, you have a lot of opportunity to do a lot of things. A lot of time to process. A lot of time to ask God questions. A lot of time to do a lot of things. That God wants you to do. So don't sleep on this opportunity as you are navigating your singleness. And the goal is to soar in your singleness. And, and just, you know, trust God. Trust God. And I'm also trusting God with you. Now, if you have, you know, you need a one-on-one coaching, you can go to singleandsoaring.info. You can click the link in my bio. Single and Sewing Podcast on my personal page once we are, and click the link. Single and Sewing, um, that info on the, I have a blog post about embracing singleness and list a couple of things you can navigate through as you're navigating your singleness. Or you can just reach out to me if you want like a one on one, just coaching. If you want a prayer request also too, please feel free to 
I have that you can book a, a, a session with me where we could just pray together as you're navigating as a single woman, even as single men. If you're a single man out there, if you're a, 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 a widow, you know, if you're a single mom, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, let's pray together because prayer works. Prayer works and having other people too who are trusting God and also just having a community of people who can, you know, let God use them to bless you. Be a blessing. I do want to be a blessing to somebody. So feel free to reach out to me. Uh, send me an email also to once Leah at single and sewing, single and sewing dot info as well. I definitely would love to help. And don't forget to let you know, download the episode, listen to it, and you know, just be blessed. And if you would love to hear other topics, or you want to listen to something else, feel free to reach out to me, DM me, <laughs> message me as well. Definitely love to interact with people as well. Now, like I said, before we go, definitely would love to pray. Prayer is the key as well. Jesus started a prayer. He ended a prayer. I think about a song. It's literally playing in my head. So let's go ahead and pray. I gracious Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for today. I just want to say thank you for this episode. I pray that this be a blessing to your people. I pray to God that people who are on the sound of my voice, oh God, will be blessed by this episode, God. I pray to God that they will come to you, oh Lord Jesus, in this season of their life. It might be difficult, God. They might be distracted by a lot of things, oh God. I pray to God that you will order their step to seek you first, oh God. I pray to God there will be a hunger and test, oh God, to want to seek you first, oh First, Lord, before anything else, seek you first to get to know who you are, who you are, Lord, and what you desire for them to do. And that there'll be an awakening, oh God, that people will wake up and see what you've placed on their heart long before, God, that they will walk in that purpose that you have called them to walk in, oh Lord Jesus. I ask even people who are going through the stages of condemnation, feeling that they're not enough, oh Lord Jesus, Lord, you are not an altar of confusion. You're not, you did not come on earth. You, you did not die to condemn us, oh Lord, but to redeem us. So I pray to God with time against that spirit of condemnation, right? now in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask that you move for God in ways that only you can move for God for your glory, O oh Lord Jesus. I pray that people be healing takes place, O oh Lord. I pray that people will be blessed, O oh God. I pray, O oh Lord, that everything that people on the side of my voice, O oh God, desire to do will be in alignment with the will for your for their life, O oh God, the will that you have for their life, O oh Lord Jesus. Let your will be done. I pray for the single and swimming podcast. I pray, oh God, that I'll be your vessel, oh God, that you will use me, continue to use me, oh God, for your glory, oh Lord Jesus, because you will share your glory with no other man, oh Lord. And I pray, oh God, that daily as I live and daily as I breathe, oh God, that my whole life will be an expression of your grace, oh God. And even in my own faithfulness, oh Lord Jesus, you still remain faithful because you cannot deny yourself. I just want to say thank you for all that you have done and all that you continue to do. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Now, thank you. And I look forward to catching up with you all next time. Don't forget, it drops every Tuesday and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. All right. Bye-bye.